just realized in 25 years there's going to be an American girl doll who lived through the coronavirus pandemic and her $86 accessories will be little Nintendo Switch, a tiny thing of Clorox wipes, and fake bread that she learned to bake herself from a YouTube video. (laughs) Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Happy anniversary. We've made it one week on this podcast. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. It feels like (laughs) so much longer than that and then also like not at all. (laughs) I know, I know. Time is just a a concept these days. Like it's not a real thing. I was thinking that especially because of your reference to Einstein's dreams um the other day I was like I need to reread that because right now kind of feels like topsy-turvy world where time just doesn't really mean anything everything's kind of slowing down the pace of everything feels or speeding up it's like a weird yeah (laughs) it's a weird trajectory trajectory that we are on (laughs) it really is so bullet points that ugh, and my voice is cracking like I'm a 12 year old boy. <clears throat> so bullet points for this week. Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, my bullet point is the show must go on. So you know that I love Eurovision. It is my guilty pleasure and I don't even feel guilty about it. It is the best and the worst of life. Um, it's so cheesy <laughs> and it's so fun and it just, oh, and it's canceled. Um, oh. and yeah, of course, everything, the, the 2020 is canceled. But <laughs> when I read that it was canceled a couple days ago, I was really sad. Um, I mean, I knew that, that was going to happen. Yeah, but I was like, oh, I look forward to it so much. And, you know, I've watched it every year. Um, If anyone listening to the podcast does now know know what Eurovision is, just Google it. Um, it, It's a wild ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you like music and crazy costumes, you'll probably like this and maybe hate it a little too. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) the show must go on because I read that the organizers were like, okay, we're not going to do the competition, but we know that Europe needs us. So they're trying to find a workaround that's not a competition, but would still allow the um, people who were registered for this year to show their music. So there Mm -hmm. should be some kind of showcase, maybe like a remote, I don't know, Instagram (laughs) version or something. But it made my small, silly heart happy. Um, And what's amazing is that it's been going since 1956. And this is the first time it will have been canceled, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Wow. And I don't believe in guilty pleasures, by the way. If something gives you pleasure, it's just... It's just a happy thing. You don't have to feel guilty about being happy. I don't know. Have you watched Eurovision? I have. I have. I love it. (laughs) There's so much to love about it, though. I mean, it's just... There's one television show that can really highlight the difference between, like, European culture and American culture. I feel like Eurovision is is that thing. (laughs) Yes. 
I, there, I'm sure there are some sociology papers out there about it. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's a good time. And what about you? What's been happening in your day today? Well, my sweet husband made an Ulza.com order, which Ulza is kind of like a, a electronic store, but they also have several other things. And um, they deliver to like a box and you go pick it up. Um, so right now they're still able to sell things because you buy it online and then you go to the box um, and you pick it up and they have like little stations and there's one at Flora, which is really close to us. So um, my sweet husband bought me the Friends, as in the TV show, um, Lego set, uh, which is different oh, than Lego cool. Friends, which is the girl version of Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be mistaken. Yeah. And so it was really fun. I spent the afternoon today putting, well, I haven't finished putting it together, but um, starting this the build and um, as each character came out with each bag, I was explaining to Lucy because she was helping me out. Uh, I was explaining to Lucy kind of the PG version of the Friends storyline. And from what oh, I could remember. So fun. Yeah. And she was really sad for Gunther. He was the first um, minifig to come out of the bag. <laughs> she was really sad for Gunther because I told him, I told her that uh, he didn't get the girl that he wanted <laughs> And so he was kind of grumpy because he has like a mad face um, as well as like a happy face. uh, The minifig does. But um, I was telling her about that. So she found him another wife, which happened to be Moana. (laughs) (laughs) And then she like had other wives for him, too. And I was like, you know, I I think I I don't think today's the day I want to talk about polygamy with my (laughs) child. No, no. We'll leave that (laughs) for a different lesson. So Gunther has like four wives now I think he's up to. And so he has like a much happier ending to his story than the show gave him. (laughs) I love that you have loved Friends forever. I remember seeing you in Indiana and you had um, the picture frame on your door around the eye hole. I loved that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a friend's lover. I think I didn't watch it in high school when it was like popular on like airing it. it. Yeah, I watched it later, like probably university um, is when I started watching it. And I was explaining to Lucy, like, if you missed an episode, like, you just missed an episode. Yes, <laughs> so, that's true. The TV you had was to wait written, for the reruns. You had to wait for the reruns. You had to watch the TV guide to see, like, when they were going to rerun an episode that you lost, that you didn't see. And uh, so we had, like, all kinds of conversation about, you know, old school television. and Back and, in the olden days when we milked yeah. our own cows. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because I think it seems so long ago, even to me, I'm like, oh, this seems so crazy. But how they wrote television was just completely different because it was very episodic. You had to keep it contained into that one episode because and it was rare that you and it was usually like a serious show uh, drama of some sort that had like a continuing overarching storyline because you know, you, you kind of had to expect that your audience was going to be missing a few pieces. Uh, whereas now you can't just turn on Netflix and watch a show that was produced for Netflix and start in the middle of the season and have any clue what's going on. Like there's right, just too much. Right. Yeah. So too much true. going on. 
Things so, change. So they, yeah. Legos. I love building Legos. I don't know if that makes me weird. I'm one of those adults who just like really loves building Legos. So it makes me happy. And it's kind of like meditative, meditative. That's the word. Um, Because, you know, like you're just putting all the pieces together. You're counting things like it's you can count on it. Um, It made me feel kind of zen today. I get that. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're both having a hard time talking because the weekend is coming to an end. So we've spent the weekend without chatting too much and trying to uh, turn off our social media and not be um, too much into it. So yeah. I, my second bullet point is as Monday is coming, I feel like a wiser, better version of me than last Sunday evening. Um, and I've just been trying to prepare for another week of working from home and what that means. Um, so some of the things I learned that I prepared for today is food prep is important. Have an idea Mm -hmm. what you're going to eat and be prepared to eat that. Um, (laughs) which, which also means I tried to make breakfast cookies. Um, yeah. yeah, they, I have a really good recipe for oatmeal cookies, but then I have this bad habit of also like, I'll just tweak this thing over here. Um, mm, you can't do that with baking. Yeah, you can't do that with baking. My tweaks didn't come out quite right. So it's fine. They're more like um, I break them into pieces and put yogurt over them. So it's more like a granola or muesli <laughs> with yogurt. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Um, also I am prepared with the media this time. Um, all my platforms, all my students are where they should be. And Mm -hmm. I know that the video and the audio works. So, um, that makes me incredibly, uh, calm to go into where last Sunday evening, um, I was a little bit freaking out about how is this going to work? So I'm ready to do it. I'm looking forward to Monday. Monday is my long day. I have a solid block of a few hours of classes. Um, also making sure I have lots of water sitting on my table because yes. my voice is raw by the end. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how, you know, even just doing this podcast, I always have a, a bottle of water and I'm always finished with that bottle of water by the time we're yeah. done talking because for some reason it's, it's just, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels more than like in person. Like this doesn't happen in person. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about the technology that like. I feel like I project my, my voice more when I'm talking to the computer. Yes. I should just be talking normal, right? Because like the microphone is right here by my mouth. But yeah. I, can, I can tell that I speak louder and I project my voice more. So yeah, I think, I think that's it's, part of the problem. Phone talking, like years and years of phone talking, like and. We were those kids who used landlines and, and <laughs> you know, I was thinking about calling my parents when I would travel internationally. Um, and do you remember just like how crazy it was, how like you couldn't really hear very well. The connection yeah, screaming was screaming down the line. Uh-huh. You were yelling and like waiting for like the delay. <laughs> It's to so get true. to them and then they were waiting this for the delay to get to you and everybody was talking over each other <laughs> yes i'm really dating oh, myself how. now <laughs> I was gonna say, oh how times have changed i know yes. traveling internationally in the 90s man that was a thing 
different story. We should talk about but that sometime. We should. Let's make that an episode. By the way, yeah. if you guys, if anyone's listening to us out there, assuming someone's listening to this, um, <laughs> if you have requests, please, we'd love to hear them because yeah. um, we don't always have great ideas. So, um, yeah, sometimes, I mean, like when we're talking every day um, to come up with something that like we think is going to be interesting, it's it kind of feels like we're making that decision like in a vacuum where we don't really know what people want to hear about. So, so we just talk about things that entertain us, but we'd love to hear what you have in mind. For sure. Which yeah. maybe is a good intro into tonight's topic. Um, because tonight we thought, Hey, we keep talking about these masks and why don't we give some background on what's actually happening with the masks in the Czech Republic and why we keep talking about people gifting us face masks and homemade face masks. So mm -hmm. um, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. My sweet friend, Angela just dropped off like literally 45 minutes before we started this recording, just dropped off like matching face masks for my family that she Aww, sewed. Lovely. Um, yeah. And it was so nice to see her, but it was so strange not to be able to hug her or, you know, I, I would say properly greet, um, yeah. But it's just like kind of have to stand far away. And yeah. Yeah. It is uh, a bit of an adjustment. It's really sad. Yeah. It just kind of mm. feels sad. Do you do the foot bump though? I think it's called like, <laughs> the, Hong, the Hong Kong bump. We did not. Oh. We did not. I don't think, I'm, I don't think I'm, we're hip enough for that. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to implement it. I'm, I'm in love with it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Jimmy Fallon was doing like the, on his like, tonight show from home or whatever he was talking about doing like the elbow thing and I was like oh no we're not even allowed to do no, that we're not allowed to be that close elbows elbows are too close and you can still transfer some some germy germs that way but yeah. the foot bump I'm I'm behind that because your face is still a good like four feet five feet from each other mm -hmm. so you basically just uh instead of shaking hands you reach out your foot and touch it to the other person's foot yeah, it, it's uh, it's just so hard to get used to, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hard it's to get used to, like, situation. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about um, why masks in the Czech Republic. Because as we read throughout today, there are some differing opinions um, on different sides of the world, different sides of medicine about um, what's happening with masks. So first, we should say that in, Czech in the Czech Republic and in Slovakia, um, it is required that all people, um, if you go outside of your home, you wear a face mask. Now, this mm -hmm. does not mean that you have to have a surgical mask. It means that you could have a scarf covering your nose and your mouth, but your nose and your mouth need to be covered um, if you are outside. Mm-hmm. And it started as a grassroots movement. So I'm sure, Jan, we talked about, we started seeing things on Facebook last week. Um, and you were saying the Roshki Shem, um, mm -hmm. that that hashtag started trending. And basically people were really calling for um, people to cover their mouth and their nose. And the idea being, and uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about this, that... Um, all the evidence right now is pointing towards this type of virus being in droplets um, of your spittle. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so there's two ways that the viruses can spread. And um, first there's like aerosols, which are, are just like the tiny particles that will go through any mask that you basic that that's basically available to us as the public. Um, you know, unless we're going to start wearing like gas masks and stuff like that. And those, <laughs> those plastic bottles that like I put in the show notes of one of our shows. Oh, um, oh no. Um, yeah, but it is interesting. It's funny. Um, speaking of Angela, she sent me a video last night of a guy who took, um, a condom and it's oh. all in text. So I like, didn't really know like exactly what he was saying. And I couldn't tell from like what I did understand. I couldn't tell if he was just being funny, if he was like serious with this. I don't know. Anyway, he took a condom out and then he like stretched it out over his like with his hands and stuff like to make it big and I was just like I was just thinking like it is like amazing that these things ever break <laughs> like, it's showing some like great endurance in this process uh-huh. but anyway so he puts it over his head all the way over what? his nose leaves leaves his mouth open so that he can breathe puts it over his nose and then he starts breathing out through his nose oh like my so that it just becomes this bubble that's around his head um and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger like like a you know astronaut kind of bubble uh-huh. and then he pulls it down over his mouth and you see like the bubble kind of constrict and then go back out like with with his breaths like as he's breathing and i was just like no like no do people not understand that like you're you're breathing out carbon dioxide you're like only 20 percent of what you breathe out is like oxygen i think there's like an even less percentage of that that is like actual usable oxygen for keeping you alive like this is why people like in tv shows are getting buried in coffins and like (laughs) passing out like buried alive in coffins and passing out and stuff because (laughs) yeah but i was just like oh man this if this guy is like serious at all, I'm afraid for the human race because <laughs> no, he's definitely winning a Darwin award. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. Like... That's funny. Um, but anyway, the masks, there's particles, um, aerosols, and then there's droplets. And what we do know is that the masks are somewhat effective at um, keeping droplets from being able to spread. So, so yeah, the science is is kind of inconclusive. Um, east versus west, there's like a different opinion, but but we're not really gonna know the answer to that because there's the ethics involved in how you would test that on a population, like putting some people in mass and other not, and then exposing them to a virus is like basically what you'd have to do, and and that it, that's unethical. So um, so yeah, so it's we're not really gonna know. For sure. But I do like the idea that like this, this this grassroots movement is coming from a place of like, let's protect each other. Let's wear it as a matter of respect. Even if it only helps a little bit, let's do this. Right, right, right. So um, in and in the Czech and the Slovak situation, um, the government is definitely not encouraging us to take masks away from the hospitals or medical staff. We want to make that yes. clear that when we're talking about masks, we're talking about um, homemade masks 
that people Fabric. have been making and that work. So basically you have um, two pieces of material that are sewed together on the side and there's a little pocket. So you put uh, a tissue or a paper towel or something there that collects your, um, your breath the moisture mm -hmm. as you breathe in and out. Um, and then it's recommended that you only use it for up to three hours and that when you come home, immediately you wash it, dry it, and then iron it, um, preferably even to boil it as the method of washing. Mm -hmm. um, and That's what I do because I don't want to run the washer that often. Exactly, exactly. So so when we're talking about the the implementation of face masks here, we are not encouraged to use surgical face masks um, because the earth does not need us throwing away <laughs> lots and lots of stuff. And as no. we've said, there's no, the whole point is not that um, we're trying to prevent ourselves from getting sick, but it's that this virus takes um, a long time to incubate. And so even though I can appear healthy, if I'm out in the supermarket and I'm sneezing or I'm coughing even into my elbow, I can be spitting those little droplets out onto the public. So mm -hmm. the, the face masks, these homemade material face masks are for healthy people to keep their spittle close to them. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. This is a little bit conspiracy theory. So I hope you don't mind indulging me uh, just a <laughs> tiny bit. But the popular blogger Deuce, um, Heather Armstrong, she and her partner were both exposed to the virus in um, London. Mm -hmm. And they came back and he tested positive. Both had symptoms. Both had the fever. Both had the dry cough. But he tested positive for uh, COVID-19. And she tested, or she, her test was negative. But mm -hmm. she still had the same symptoms that he had. Um, and so... There is some question about, you know, whether or not, even if you're tested, how accurate that information is. And then also, how often are we going to test people? You know, like, mm -hmm. you'd have to take a test virtually every time you go outside, or every time you go into a shop to be sure that you haven't been exposed to the virus. But it's also like kind of heartening that in the sense, I mean, I'm sorry for her partner that he has had worse symptoms and continues to be sick, but it's kind of heartening that there are people who have a natural immunity who just have like a small, a right, small right, right. contained and reaction to this virus. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that's been one of the things that's been frustrating for scientists and doctors, yes. they said, because um, you can have someone that has zero symptoms and yeah. uh, mm -hmm. they can be walking around sharing their droplets with the world. Yeah. Uh, so, or yeah. you can have somebody who's symptomatic who's testing negative, but is clearly yes. has mm -hmm. the virus. Um, right, right. Yeah. So, so um, and this, this idea of the face masks and the, and the difference and kind of along that lines of like protecting each other, um, Asia has been doing that for years. We in the West have seen these pictures in the news all the time of um, Japanese, Chinese, Koreans on the street with their face masks. Um, so this is a concept that is well and alive in um, the eastern part East of Asia. our globe, right, that yeah. they... Um, wear these as a it's seen as a protection of the community at large that you it's a sign as of a, politeness yeah mm -hmm. 
there's an article that we read about Japan and its history with wearing face masks. And it was really interesting. We'll link it in the show notes because it's far too detailed to get into now. But, you know, they've had several reasons um, to wear fa- face masks at different points in history. It goes back a while. And um, now it's just seen as as kind of a courtesy to your fellow travelers on public transportation. Um, so like, I think, you know, in, in areas of the world that have higher population density, it makes sense to wear a mask on public transportation, even if you're only stopping, uh, a certain percentage, but it's also showed up in fashion. Um, hi, Tony. (laughs) It's also shown up in fashion. Um, and has started to kind of become a part of just the aesthetic that people are comfortable with in Asia. That, however, is not the case in the West. Right. Um, But it has been such a dramatic and quick shift here in the Czech Republic. Like, um, it went from basically the movement happened over three or four days that no one was wearing a face mask. And then suddenly it was trending and you saw about 80% of people on the street wearing face masks even before the government had made any sort of um, announcement. And Mm -hmm. all of our politicians make all announcements with face masks now. Mm. So the solidarity... I saw the kids... Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, go ahead. I saw that the kids on Uchitelka, which is the um, educational program here for the kids that are not in school to kind of keep them keep them in the groove of, of learning um, that the kids in the classroom where they're doing the filming, like on the soundstage or whatever, are also wearing the face mask. So like setting a good example um, for, you know, kids at home, because obviously kids are going to be kind of reticent to wear a face mask. It is annoying (laughs) (laughs) on several different levels to wear a face mask. Like, especially if you're exercising and, breathing heavily and it's like sticking to your face (laughs) um fogging up your glasses as you talked about before but Mm -hmm. um it's really funny I I actually I want to read this tweet to you there was a tweet Andy sent me last night um by Caroline Moss and uh she said just Uh realized in 25 years there's going to be an American girl doll who lived through the coronavirus pandemic and her 86 dollar accessories will be little Nintendo switch a tiny thing of Clorox wipes and fake bread that she learned to bake herself from a YouTube video (laughs) (laughs) I was like that is so hilarious because like her well American girl doll each doll is has like such a specific story. Like right, Lucy has right. a Luciana doll who's like wants to be the first female on Mars, and so she goes to like space camp, and there's like books involved, and and she has like a robot dog, and everything costs like the Earth. Like it is so expensive. <laughs> um, but I'm happy that Lucy picked out like the sciencey girl doll, but uh. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is crazy expensive. You're like, oh my god, it's twenty five dollars for the package of like space food that she needs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But kids' yeah. things always cost a ton. So, yep. so to wrap it up, we are wearing face masks to protect each other. Um, 
we are not wearing surgical masks. We are wearing homemade masks. If this is resonating with anyone out there, there are tons of videos and tutorials online about how to make your own mask. Um, so whether you're living in the UK or the US or Portugal or wherever you find yourself, if you say, hey, yeah, maybe I'm into that, then you can make yourself one. Um, and again, just depends which side of the divide you're on. If you read things from the WHO, they're going to say it's not necessary, but a lot of, um, doctors actually say, yes, it prevents droplets and let's go ahead and do it. Um, and we'll never know because as Jan pointed out, you can't ethically (laughs) infest people with germs just to find out if a face mask works or not. And also a PSA for anybody who's living in an area where face masks are limited in hospitals. Um, please donate your sash like that you may have, um, purchased, you know, as, as we saw, how the rest of the world was experiencing this virus in Asia and other places before it got to us. Um, if you have a stash of respirators, if you have a stash of surgical masks, uh, reusable ones, uh, or not, I'm sorry, not reusable ones, uh, disposable ones, um, please donate those to hospitals, donate those to the doctors in your neighborhood, anybody, you know, a nurse, anybody, you know, who works at a hospital, please take your mask stash to them uh, make your own for going out into public and, uh, and yeah, let's, let's keep our hospital staffs safe because, yes, because, uh, there is a shortage. It's becoming very real and we want to, we want to make sure that the people who are risking their lives to save us have the proper protective materials. So little PSA. Well, for my moment of calm to end us, I'm going to do a poem again today. I liked the Emily Dickinson so much. Um, I decided to do another little poem. So this one is called... poetry. Me too. And I really like it when it's read or spoken. Uh, Mm -hmm. You get a different feeling than when you... I always read my poetry out loud to myself. Be like the willow that bends, shade that it sends, peace that it lends. During the breeze, its leaves will appease and shift with ease. Enduring, alluring, maturing. Be like the willow that bends. That's beautiful. I know. And I think Inspiring. Yeah. We, I uh, hope to be that willow that bends. That as things around me move and change and... Uh, we as a society and a people and also me as one person that Mm -hmm. um, I can go with the flow (laughs) yeah so it's hard to be a planner in these these crazy times but I think that it's uh, necessary that we all kind of set aside our expectations for the future and you know just just think about yeah live in the moment Yeah, there's that uh, scripture from the Bible, like the let tomorrow will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sent- that sentiment is so apt for right now. Just let it take care of itself. Today, we have today and Absolutely. let's take care of today. So anyway, thank you guys for listening so much. And for all of you people who have been sharing us with your friends, 
We are so grateful. Um, oh my gosh, we you, love you. Yes. If you uh, would continue to share and um, also if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating on iTunes, that would really help us kind of show up so other people who are searching uh, can find us, uh, make us more visible and give us a rating and a review if you feel so moved we would really appreciate that and we will talk to you tomorrow yes see you tomorrow bye Bye. this podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak live together dialogue